Welcome, everybody, to yet another Free Markets Green Earth. This is episode number 18. I'm your host, Dickie P, here with the Liberty Hippie, Ben, as always. And we have a special guest, Mr. Thomas, not from BBD Bivens. How are you doing there, guys? Hey, Nick. What's going on, Nicky? How you doing? We're doing good. We're going to be talking about something a little different today. We're going to be talking about... Environmental justice. Dun dun dun. Isn't that what we always talk about? Wait, does that mean <laughs> some I have to way or up? another? Wait, does that mean I have to show up to jury duty in a forest or what's going on? Hopefully. I that sounds like a way better way to do jury duty. At least oh, I can stay at squirrels and shit. So today the reason why I didn't talk about this episode is because me and me and Ben are both very white people and I wanted to make sure I had a good token so that I can point to him and say, discuss racism to me. Because we're about to talk about a bunch of retarded things that are being said. Like, when I, I initially started messaging Ben about this, my, my frustration was how much it was and how multifaceted, like, the whole thing is. Like, this the whole bigotry and environment thing. Because they're, they're hitting it from all angles. And technically, they're hitting themselves, like, from both angles. Because even being an environmentalist makes you racist. See, do you need me to explain this to you, white males? Well, I need someone to talk because clearly I'm not allowed to talk about it. I'm a white male. I have to sit down and shut up. That's it, right? We just uh, can't say it. You can't can't say anything. Our opinions don't matter anymore, Nikki. In truth, I really just wanted someone that has a perspective because, you know, I'm not so blind as to say racism doesn't exist and black people and white people are all the same and... Because I don't fundamentally believe that. Like, I do believe people are different for various reasons. Race not being one of the biggest, perhaps, but certainly is going to be a difference. Um, and mm-hmm. so I figured at least that it would be a valuable point of view to have, since I have the ability to have that point of view. <laughs> and my wife was going to be busy, so there you know, that. <laughs> so I'm the backup token. I feel so special. <laughs> Oh, I, want to, I want that to be a band mm-hmm. so bad now. Backup token. <laughs> that's got like a play on word uh, sort of element to it too. Yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, well, I, story for another day, but yeah. So definitely I, does. A couple of these articles um, talk about like the different different shooters, right? You got Christchurch, you got El Paso. Um, there's a couple other that they they had mentioned in like Quebec and and. I think it was Pittsburgh one up in Pennsylvania um, at the synagogue. Yeah, and and they staple that on that like Eagle environmental terrorists. concerns that right, right? Like it, this was part of part of why they did it. And I mean to be honest, and, and this is just skeptical me, but I mean, even when you when you read the Christchurch manifesto. He he did this to sow seeds of discord, right? Like that's what he wanted to do. He wanted New Zealand to have tougher gun laws. He wanted to create problems like that. So when you kind of <coughs> lump in all these things, and I just I just don't take too much of it. But you seriously, see, that's, yeah. that's exactly why they do it. See, I uh, the whole eco terrorist thing. The reason they've invented that and they've kind of pushed it is because of very specifically. You and me, they don't want to concede that people on the right could actually give a shit about the environment. They need to have a way to compartmentalize it 
that, oh, they're this special thing that's still evil. Because if, 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 they, if they had to own the fact that we share something in common with them, then they have to take ownership that they don't want. And they need to be able to keep us not one of them. Because we kind of exist in this gray area where, well, we're, we're not Republicans, really. We're something else because of this. At least that's that's what I see this whole that whole situation as. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, I I don't know because it, it it's just sticky. Like it just doesn't it doesn't work. They're almost like like you said earlier, right? They're they're shooting themselves in the foot, right? You're you want to have this conversation about the environment, but you end up locking out. A good portion of of people, right? Just based on wherever they come from, you know. Um, well, it, <clears throat> like it's because they don't care about the environment. That's not what the people that are pushing this most recent. Like, this whole thing's not about the environment. And it wait a minute, that word social justice or climate justice, environmental justice, whatever it is. <laughs> climate justice is that a thing now? Climate justice. It's in the pa- oh, it's in the papers. Uh, oh yes, sir. It is. It is. Uh, we've had. There have been. Oh, so, I, if you, it's all over lefty social media. Climate justice. It's the new wing of social justice. <laughs> I'm stating. Are they, they going to come? We covered it the other day <sighs> specifically, and um, you know, e- e- the things that they want. It once it, it, it you and me have talked about it before, Ben. Where it goes back to the fact that they're not. They're not after the environment. They're not. They don't give a shit about the environment. What they're after. Mm-hmm. Is changing the way that um, they're after. Essentially, they want to destroy people. They want us to go back to an agrarian lifestyle. They want us to stop it being a part of it being is a, a big an effect on the environment as we are. And does that sound? Does sound like you? Does, well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, well, I would only do, now I would disagree with you in that if we were talking about 30, 40 years ago, like if this were 1979, you would be right. Like the eco activists of the 70s were total Luddites. You know, smash the machines, go back to Mother Nature, man. But that ain't happening. I mean, look at the green, look at the people, the advocates of the Green New Deal. (coughs) They're talking about 5G networks and Internet of Things. Does that sound like a bunch of Luddites to you? <laughs> eh, well, but that's the thing. While they, <laughs> while they say that, I think that's so that they can still be part of the conversation. Because if you dig deeper, one of, the, one of the big things that you'll find is nowhere in any of their conversations is, um, what do you call it? Uh, nowhere in any of their conversations is nuclear energy. Mm-hmm. And, and it's been said to death that if they gave two shits about dealing with the energy thing and dealing with the carbon thing, we just switch to nuclear right now, everything, and then figure out what we can do past that. But that's the perfect stopgap to deal with the carbon right now. But we're not allowed to talk about it. We're not allowed to talk about any kind of fuel that's not um, – that's not, you know, utilizing batteries and, um, what do you call it? Non-existent solar and wind technology. Well, the, the solar and the wind technology exists, but there are the problems with the solar are, of course, as you know, with 
uh, the costs. Well, it's efficiency. Um, I, like the, yeah, the, it's, the it's efficiency. Yeah. It costs what it, you know, we can get the power, but it costs way too much to implement right now in terms of a per capita, per energy usage compared to good old fashioned coal and natural gas. I mean, this is why I laugh when I, when I hear someone say, oh, the oil company, the, sorry, the oil companies are against frack. The oil companies are for fracking. They're not for fracking. They're against it because you don't frack for oil. You frack for natural gas. Yeah. Natural <laughs> gas is their competition. So why would they, of course they're against, they're against, they're against fracking. And, and you look at, uh, you look at a lot of the money behind the green movement and you are going to find some oil types. I mean, Al Gore used to be an oil tycoon. Uh, you'll find another guy, Marie Strong, who died a few years ago, big environmentalist, oil tycoon. T. Boone Pickens, one of the biggest funders of wind energy, oil tycoon. I mean, General Electric. But to me, I think so much of that is because it's a red herring and we're so far away from it that it's like, good, just just go go run down that path because you're nowhere near getting where we need to be to move that way. Well, it, it's well, it's not – well, I think the, the main locus of that is about control. I mean, look at all of these articles. They're all talking about – Social and political forces that are that are getting out of their control. I mean, look at I mean things like immigration. Well, what does immigration have to do necessarily with the environment? Well, except the population control aspect of it is you know so the, it's they're very they're very interested in in that aspect of the idea of this is the idea of sustainability that the Earth has a carrying capacity like a plane or a boat or an elevator and that it can't sustain the amount of people it has now so we have to do something about that well i mean so you go out and you murder a lot of people that's that's the only way to fix that <laughs> exactly um. and and you have to and you and of course this is this is why it's kind of a back this is why the immigration thing is kind of a half they don't really care about the immigrants i mean here in the united states notice that the discussion is all about getting the immigrants to vote, make fast track them to citizenship. But when is the last time you've really heard Democrats talk about work visas or student visas? You know, things that actually, things that might actually improve their quality of life. Not really. I have, I don't know. I haven't heard them talk about doing anything about work visas and student visas. You're closer I mean, to than I am. So yeah, they're they're They, and, uh, they hem and haw all day long about the detention facilities, which have existed for decades, but which they suddenly now care about. <laughs> well, we, we, we realize that's just general insider politics right now. Yeah, once the, they, suddenly, they suddenly care about these facilities, they've existed for decades. And I think, and this is just my little uh, soapbox for a second, every single one of these guys who is complaining about these detention facilities and I and I'll just say it really quickly. Uh, they, I, I, uh, I. You've heard people say things like, "Why weren't any journalists covering these detention facilities when they existed 15, 20 years ago?" And you know what my answer to that is: is there were journalists covering it. There was one particular journalist who talked about it way back in the year of our Lord two thousand and four. The only problem is that guy's name was Alex Jones. Alex, <laughs> Alex, when Alex Jones was on uh, Jesse Ventura's uh, conspiracy theory show, he actually the show was actually called Conspiracy Theory. 
And it was about the, the FEMA camps. Remember the FEMA camp conspiracy? Well, it turns out they're actually just for illegal immigrants. <laughs> but in the episode, Alex Jones talks to Jesse and they actually go to a facility. And Jesse's like, wait, is that a swing set? And, and Alex Jones says, yes, because they're for whole families. <laughs> and so these and that and so yeah, these things have existed for decades. I, I it seems like a lot of the military bases that were closed down in the nineties were converted to the sun, but others are much, much older. Even if you look at the facilities, you can tell that they were built at least, you know, twenty, thirty, forty years ago. They've been around for a very long time. Well so to kind of rein it back in. Um, I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking over the links here, and, and so we started out talking about how, you know eco terrorists, mm-hmm. and then I'm, I'm looking under down here at, at the, an, another one that uh, economic issues. The right wing nationalists tend to de- who deny climate change. So yeah. we're we now have both sides, like you. Well, yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's how you this works, right? Complex. Yeah. Well, I, I well, I think also notice the almost uh, the narrative with it that it's that it's denial. If you question any aspect of it, mm-hmm. it's denial. As if you're as if you're you're que- because you're questioning orthodoxy. Yeah. So you must be punished. Um, and, and of course, notice that uh, economic nationalism. Now, by the way, the Green New Deal is not economic nationalism. Even though it's talking about government funding to upgrade every building in America, that's not economic nationalism. Remember that, children. <laughs> you mean this? You mean this? The same thing that Tucker Carlson was bending over backwards, all excited for? Oh yeah. yeah. Is, is he on the Green New Deal now? Wait, what's 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 he doing now? Well, t- well, Tucker's lo- really in love with Elizabeth Warren. He, lo- oh, he loves himself. He loves himself some Elizabeth Warren now, and of <sighs> course he would. They share. They share a lot of the same policies well except mm-hmm. on immigration but as far as everything i mean he that's the thing is uh trump is a 90s democrat tucker is a former libertarian who's basically become a 90s democrat mm-hmm. and elizabeth warren is a 90s democrat pretending to be a 2019 democrat <laughs> so that's that's really what a lot of that boils down to that's why you can find the old the old footage of her talking about it and Obama and Hillary talking about taking that very Trumpian stance on immigration, because of course there's when you talk when it talks when it comes to immigration and voting, there is that one issue: immigrants don't vote because they can't in most states. <laughs> so, so cultivating the yeah, so cultivating the votes of people who can't <laughs> vote, there is a there is a level of diminishing returns there. But yeah, it is. But again, you can see that all of the. All of the right wing parties are uh, are very much uh, being painted as villains. I mean, the article even mentions UKIP, which has basically been destroyed. Well, and what's what's and what's frustrating to me is so like so we're an environmentalism podcast, and uh-huh. and even as we're sitting here, I'm questioning why are we talking about this? This isn't about the environment, except. That that's the point. That's one hundred percent the point of all this is that they've turned the environmentalism movement into something completely different that has nothing to do with the environment. It's like if you go through and you read the paper that Greta is trying to get them to to like the essentially their what we want, their list of demands, and what they want 
almost none of it has anything to do with the environment. It's all restructuring society in various ways for specific social outcomes. And it's so insane and frustrating to me. Um, I, I, this article I personally keep coming back to on, uh, here, here, um, let's see here. Um, women are the most affected by climate change due to socioeconomic status. The same article <laughs> also asserts with no basis that they have particularly valuable knowledge to fix things. Women, we just have to listen to women and the environment will be fixed, folks. Haven't you listened to the Me Too people yet? I mean, you got to believe women, man. You cannot, yeah. you know. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. What it's, is the particular this, this knowledge is it. they have? Just, just, just tell me what it is. I'll, I'll believe you. Just okay. tell me what it is. And can we just talk about, and I, and I think we could probably just, uh, I, and this article isn't it interesting? And I and I just say this basically putting on my uh, disgusting male hat for a second. Isn't it interesting that uh, when it comes time to talk about women, suddenly white women aren't part of white supremacy? <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that works. <laughs> yeah. That's well, an interesting. Know. I thought that was just an interesting bit of a well, caveat. It's all, it's all about stacking because you know black men are. Uh, are, are unprivileged until you know white men show up, in which case then they're priv- they're they're not privileged anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah the progressive the progressive stack. There's you know. actually there was actually no there was actually an article read about last year about how uh, straight black men are the are the, white men. Like, <laughs> yeah, basically that was the argument. One of the, one of the white men of the black community. This is why I've always said that the straight that straight black men were next. The SJWs are coming for us next, and they they have. I I, I, rem- I literally remember seeing an article. It was straight, straight black men are the new straight white males, and I was like, "You, yeah, that's that's Quentin. coming." You saw the the Chappelle thing, all of it <laughs> is next, and it, and you notice here there it's all about uh, it. There's also it's always a focus on power structures, and you know we've got to spend money. We've got to spend money. Oh, they're going to be spending money endlessly to do a single thing on the list that they have. Yeah, yeah, and then they amounts will, of money. There's not one of those money things where dreamed up that could possibly pay for everything that they want. Yeah, I think that's especially like since one of those shut points. Down every you know? factory in the fucking world. Well, that's it. You, you, you can't. There's not enough money to do it, and what they want isn't possible. You know, like you can't actually do some of those things because. It's just, it's just not going to work. You know, even if you could, everything else is going to fall apart after it. Like you can't. Thomas shared a fun, oh. uh, a fun article in the Mises caucus group uh, yesterday that I almost feel like ties in a little bit, you know, talking about race and what we need to expect next from the whole race situation. Yes. That, that article is uh, about. I gagged uh, looking at the title. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's about it. Yeah, yeah, an anti-racism amendment to create a whole new federal department to uh, investigate racist policies, federal racist policies. Now, of course, uh, they will. So now, here's a contradiction: it will be a new federally funded department, but it will not be political appointees. So you might ask, if they're not political appointees, how are they going to be appointed? <laughs> Seems like we have an issue here. No, 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 we don't. No, we don't. You have to think like a leftist for a second. Because think of it like the intelligentsia. They will present their list of people to staff the echelons of this agency. 
and you will accept that list or you're a racist. And yeah. then the policies will be implemented. Well, and, and, and that right there is exactly how this whole Greta Thunberg thing was treated. Uh, you read all these articles and, oh, mm-hmm. this is just what because white men can't take a woman having anything to say about anything. Or, oh, it's well, because but- she's, she, she's learning disabled. White men just can't take it. That's and that's like every time you see somebody like say something about her, it's she's a kid or she's a girl or she's a woman, all this stuff. And it's like, no, that's that's not why I take issue with what she's saying. That's not why I have a problem with this. Like, look at what she is presenting, right? Look at those ideas. Well, and then let's talk about this. Well, but and, and what's crazy is you and me were talking about this before it ever happened. Like we 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 before that big because what's funny is very few people uh, had anything to say about her leading up to the the UN thing, um, which I, I I I've been watching her for a while now, paying attention to what's mm-hmm. going on, and it's funny to me is that the only people that are talking shit are the people accusing other people of talking shit, which is something that we're getting used yeah. to seeing now. You might see maybe one tweet that says something derogatory about her, like you know her illnesses or whatever. And it's such a small minority of things. I have to wonder if it isn't just the left seeding it out there, trying to force it themselves because they want to have the narrative where they can blame the right mm-hmm. without having any actual backing. It's, it, it totally 100% has, has become a religion. Um, you know, uh-huh. you cannot, you cannot question it. Well, um, well is you it know, a religion and, and, or one world government? Well, I mean, it, is there any difference? What, what is the first um, thing I said to said to uh, Tom when I messaged you? I'm like, I don't want to say Agenda 21, but I mean Agenda 21. And then and then Tom drops something like, Nah, man, that's old shit. You got to get with the new real. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the that's the old and busted. You got to get with Agenda 2030. That's the new hotness. <laughs> and there and Agenda 2030 is is um, you're actually is it's 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 actually even more pervasive. Than Agenda 21 was because they're implementing it in, at least in the United States on the state level. Here in North Carolina, we have Vision 2030, which, if you look at it, has some of the same economic development goals. Don't ask me why they picked 2030 out of a hat. It's an interesting that they all picked 2030. And mm. you do notice that the 12 years that they're talking about, they started talking about it last year. Well, what's 2018 plus 12? <laughs> Why 2030? What's the big rush? I don't get it. But yeah, that's a little weird. And then all of a sudden, they're not for... So here's the weird thing, that that they also have this... um, You know what's actually really fun? I don't want to get too out of it. You know what's really funny is that I wrote a paper in 2006... Uh, mm-hmm. Specifically on global warming and the way that the envir- the environment was talked about because it was such a big deal at the time. What is it about every 12 years... I've it's never been really put that on. together. It's such a cycles, man. Interval. Cycles. Yeah, but I mean to be exactly dead on twelve years every time. Yeah, so. and it's not, and I, I still can't figure it out because twenty thirty is not an election year in the United States, or it's a midterm election. It's not a big presidential. Twenty eighteen, same thing. Yeah, it's it doesn't it doesn't uh, it doesn't make any it doesn't make any sense at the. I'm sure there's. Uh, I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe there's some weirdo religious numerology thing, but you never know. Maybe that's the side of it. Who knows? <laughs> but 
alien overlords. How much did you smoke dictate? today, Ben? What's the answer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did the what did the, what did the ascended masters say? <laughs> uh, I, you know, the, like and I, I saw there was something going around. Somebody posted like. Um, I say it was a, a news clip from like 2008 or something. And it was like ABC, you know, predicting that uh, we're all going to be underwater by some date that's come and passed, you know, and uh, you got that. And then we got this, this other, she's like 15. She's at the UN talking about, I believe it's like, um, water oh, you're potability or the, something. The Canadian, uh, it, 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 the Canadian girl. girl. Yeah. Is yeah, it, I, she's whatever she. I mean, she's she was. Yeah, is it the one from Can- from Canada? Because they also got one from Brazil. Like they're bringing these ones at the at the woodwork. There's like a whole, like they got a whole village people of these people ready to roll. It's like a little, <laughs> it's like a little Epcot center. They're just pranking these these little she, brainwashed propagandists out. <laughs> so I think there's one in Canada. I know there's one from Brazil. And they've got a couple of others. I think Greta was based, and Greta wasn't even the first. People have dug up art <laughs> things of like mm-hmm. previous uh, young young people, and people call calling her a child. She's sixteen, which yeah. I didn't know she was sixteen. Well, was like, I, I I brought that up. I think that's why they added the whole learning disability she's the tiniest, thing. I have to say, she's the tiniest sixteen <laughs> year old I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, cause yeah, no, I think me and Ben actually on our last episode may have had the, but how young is 15 really? <laughs> oh, the, the Dave Chappelle content. Yeah. Con- <laughs> uh, cause my, my niece is 14 and she looks, and she's about the same size and build as, as Greta. So I, I'm like, it's like, okay, I could see that someone who's 16 years old looks like that, but there are some 16 year olds, most, there are some 16 year old girls I know who are much taller than Greta, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but you know that's why, and you can see in the uh, in one of the articles it act. I think it, it at least I know in at least one of the articles it mentions Agenda Twenty Thirty by name. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw that somewhere. I can't tell you where, but I have seen that. Yeah, Something it's about. the. Let me look at the. I've I've opened all the tabs to to look at the articles again. Let's see. Yeah, it's the women. It's the one about the women. Women cannot be spectators. It's always about. About getting them in the power structures. <laughs> well, we tried and, that. Uh, and we got received. Uh, yeah, the squad <laughs> that doesn't always—you mean the squad that doesn't always vote together? <laughs> so they're not really a squad. <laughs> they're only know. a squad. The imagination of Republicans. I've just—I've just heard some of the shit Rashida said in that most that uh, vaping. Um, thing that oh doing. yeah, the, the no, yeah. she's she said some more. That poor, stuff. that poor, that poor woman. It's one of those things where she knows like one or two issues, and then outside of those issues, she just repeats what somebody else has told her. It's a very Trumpian. It's it's almost Trumpian in the way, and I guess they're all like that. Yeah, I was gonna say, but it's just all Trumps like Trumps of the left. Yeah, yeah, it's just like that. They have one or two issues they know a lot about, and then. You hit anything else, and they just repeat what somebody told them. <laughs> that's what that's what politics has become, though. I mean, like you look at the news cycle, and even with this, like you know, climate change thing. This is climate change is probably. I mean, that's that's hung on for for a while. That's I. I mean, that's one of the longest running stories we got today. I feel like you know everything's here and gone within a week. Yeah, and it's not a story; it's a paradigm. That's the thing. It is a paradigm. Yeah. And the old paradigm was global warming. And do you know when that changed? As far as I know, do you know when that change happened? Probably around the time Al Gore's uh, movie came out. 
is when they started calling climate change, they dropped global warming. It's now climate change now. <laughs> now, there are a lot of different reasons why they did that. But mm-hmm. and I think one thing was, you know, it, it wasn't like, oh, there's not entire. It's not entirely about warming because it's like, well, we were talking about yeah. global cooling. We want to make it about climate change. But climate itself is, but yet they, but yet in their counter propaganda, they'll say, well, climate isn't weather because climate refers to uh, the change of an environment over time. Wait, so climate change changes? Like what? (laughs) You can kind of see the Orwellian word manipulation there. So it's changed. Yeah, it's changing. It's describing that the change is changing. But we haven't been tracking the trends of, but the data they use to track the trends of the change are unreliable. You know, like the climate gate situation where they basically had to go to court. Well, but that's, and once again, that, that, that isn't that the whole leftist thing to do. It's keep changing, keep changing so nobody can keep up. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Just always keep changing, pushing it. Um, I mean, so much of the reason we do this, like, like while we, we care and we talk about environmental issues, I almost feel like so much of the, so much of what we talk about is dealing with just the stories and and the trying to find your place and what the hell they're even talking about half the time. I think we spend more time trying to decipher what they mean than what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's um, just these ambivalent like statements that make you feel good, you know? If all I did was listen to to these words, like I'd feel good about it. You know, let's let's empower women. Oh uh, yeah, you know, let's let's the, listen to the children. Like all these things, the, you know, just from the from the women's article, you know, they have they they uh they quote the World Economic Forum uh gender gap report back in 2013 that says, quote, a nation's competitiveness in the long term depends significantly on whether and how it educates and utilizes its women. And but whether they have quote the same rights, responsibilities, and opportunities as men, but it hasn't utilize them. Every ch- every time they've tried to do that, failed. Didn't isn't Iceland had like the most draconian policies in the world, trying mm-hmm. to make women equal pay wise, and it, it only got worse. Women went into fewer jobs. <laughs> I think I think what they mean by utilize is to you make them have babies, and and you follow China's suit, and you have that one child. You make sure you have lots of boys, and then. You get lots of brains. Well, see, that's the science, right. That's Isn't that what the, we're talking about? Well, no, that's not. That's not. <laughs> it's not that. It's the. <laughs> it's the idea of, um, because these, they, the the people who are interested in the climate, right? They don't want women to just be breeders. Yeah, yeah. They want women to be in the power structure. I mean, look at the MSNBC article about. Oh, look at all these women running defense contractor companies. Equality. <laughs> yeah, they can murder too. They can. We got. You know, one day we will have a woman as the commandant of the Marine Corps, and that will truly be the day we have equality. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, that's that whole thing. Um, it is taking language that fundamentally people can agree with. Like, yeah, a society that treats its women better is good. Damn it, Ben! Mm. How but, many episodes on words are we gonna have? I know, right? No, <laughs> no. I honestly like you should be having. Um, it, yeah. It's it's. Uh, well, but if mm-hmm. so, to deconstruct, but then well, this is what's frustrating to me. And so, while they're we're clearly trying to push a narrative, 
there's the like the substance that they have is either flat out lies, like, or or, or it omits the biggest things. Like when she, when she, Greta was talking about America and you know Europe having to get our shit straight, and I'm like, but we're the only ones that do have our shit straight. What about the worst polluters mm-hmm. in the world, India and China? Oh, that's where your justice means because they're the ones that need to pollute. So we have to depollute so they can continue. Well, no, no, no. Justice here is that what this is about? Well, no. See, that's the that's the other portion of it. It's like, well, no, no. Uh, that uh, they have a very imperialist view because mm-hmm. they say, well, the reason that China and India are the way they are is because of neocolonialism that has imposed a, a culture of white supremacy and misogyny as if those cultures didn't have misogyny before for sure but yeah sure yeah walk into a traditional chinese family tell me about misogyny okay but <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh the you know it's uh i mean that's that's the thing i mean they in the again in the, in the article i wanted they talk about about rural women and addressing gender and i'm like uh my my dad had a business partner who was African. Now in traditional African households, um, you if you're having something going on, and, and a lot of people in traditional cultures are like this. I remember going over to his house. I was still like you know eleven or twelve, and so the the guy who was hosting he 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 sent a signal to his wife. He just nodded to his wife. She she gathered up all of the kids. Women and children in a separate room because it was time for the men folk to talk business, and yeah. that is how most people in the world still live their lives. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! Um, <clears throat> I, I spent a year in Korea, um, and I, it was it was crazy. It was just so different. I mean, you know, not so much with the the younger generation, but the older generation was so very much boys, that way. You know, that was that was not Korea, but. Well. <laughs> Oh, you think it? No, no, no. Tell, you'll have to tell us about your trip to Thailand another time. <laughs> oh, I've already heard us about his trip to Thailand. Uh, but that, and like, uh, that's, you know. <laughs> but you know, I, this 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 climate thing, right? Like, so if you put the Green New Deal into place, and and you, you know, the world adheres to to little Greta's all these things, um, what happens to like sub-Saharan? Africa. What happens to like tribal parts of of the world that are still, you know, they disappear, just not industrialized and and haven't gotten to that point yet. You know, they're, they're polluting a fair bit now. Are you, well, you going to go give them like a, a wind windmill? You going to go put a windmill somewhere and and say here? You no, go, no, guys. it's like, not. A, it's not work? about. Well, it's not about giving. That's the short term stuff. What it is ultimately about is moving them into artificial constructed communities, these smart cities where they won't, you know, they're going to be out of their, they're going to be out of their villages. Those lands will be turned over to nature. Uh, they're going to be moved into, into smart cities. But isn't that racist? Well, not if we're all in the smart cities, Ben. <laughs> it's about equality. All equally. We'll, we'll, all, we'll all be in the technocratic control grid. So, <laughs> so it's equality. Where we'll have, you know, the, the lower class people working in the industrial but section. That's, and that's the thing. The only way any of their goals make any sense is if you focus on the fact that, oh, okay, we're just remaking all of humanity. 
in the mm-hmm. image yep. that we have. Like it's the only way that any is. of it even makes sense. Um, yeah. And 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 they're using out 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 write out lies to propagate it. Like Greta in her speech said, you know, the world is literally on fire and human beings are going extinct. I'm like, wait a minute, bitch, we're overpopulating. <laughs> How are we extinct when we're, we're extinct. fucking when, when we're there's more of us than ever, like every year. And you and you want to and notice of course, notice of course that they have to use the trauma imagery of house on fire. I'm scared. I'm afraid. Crisis, crisis, crisis. Trigger that reptilian part of your brain. I don't have a reptilian and, uh, part of my brain. I am not a Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> well, they all they mm. well they have they have the more advanced Saurian brain to rule over us. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to point out something here that I thought was very interesting. Uh, when you. One of the articles that you sent linked to the 17 principles of economic justice. So this this is going to be a bit chilling here, but uh, I just want to read this this part real quick. So the in the preamble, it it says so in the preamble, the first says we the people of color, so no white people allowed, gathered together at this multinational people of color environmental leadership summit to begin a national international blah 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 movement. In- Peoples of color to fight the destruction taking of our lands communities, do hereby us reestablish our spiritual interdependence to the sacredness of Mother Earth, that's Gaia worship, to respect and celebrate each of our cultures and religions. So there is a religious uh, aspect to it. It's very, very interesting. They literally say Mother Earth capitalized. <laughs> and so. And you can see in two in the first and I think it's seventeenth. And that's or, the one where yeah, they lay out all of their points, like literally all of the crazy. Shit. All the points. And, and if, if and I remember correctly, isn't one of their points hydroelectric has got to go? Like, let's see. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it kills all the fish and it ruins it habitat. Fish, destroys and, the habitats. Yes, yeah, essentially the production of all toxins has. Hazardous waste, radioactive materials, and all past and current producers to be. There's, there's your nuclear. Done. Yeah, the, our, should, uh, the fourth one is the fourth one is is the fourth one is is nuclear. And uh, environmental justice. This is where they define it. Environmental justice demands the, that public policy be based on mutual respect and justice for all peoples, free from any form of discrimination or by bias. Except you, Whitey, shut up and sit down. <laughs> environmental justice mandate, and the third one is environmental justice mandates the right to ethical, balanced, and responsible uses of land and renewable resources in the interest of a sustainable planet for humans and other living things. So, who determines sustainability? That is an interesting question. Uh, that see that, and that's what like all of this for me kind of you know boils down to it. Like, it's all about equality of you know use. Right. We and how do you determine that unless there's one entity that holds it all? You know. Yeah. Um, so climate. That's, yeah. That's, so environmental justice, and you can see this was drafted. I I looked at this. This was drafted way back in two in 1991. So they they this has been on the on the plans for a little while. The environmental justice was the old term. All they did was add the gender stuff, and now it's climate justice. So you just add like an 18th plank for gender and you basically got it. Well, and it's the thing, Ben. Uh, The reason they don't have to say who does is because it's a given. We all know who the centralized body is. It already exists. It's called the UN. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, you know, it'd be nice if they, they said it so everybody could see that. I, I don't know. You think it would make a difference? Oh, no, they act, they actually, no, no, no. They, they, they say it. Remember, the 10th one says uh, environmental justice considers governmental acts and environmental injustice a violation of international law, the Universal Declaration on Human Rights, UN document, and the United Nations Convention on Genocide, UN document. <clears throat> they yeah they they lay out it very specific specifically who who it is like they're they're not leaving yeah, they're not, that's that's <sighs> they're not pulling yeah they're they've never that's but the we're thing conspiracy have, theorists for for thinking this just for the record <laughs> yeah 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 that's the thing they've never pulled any punches at all any punches and once so I would say the only thing that's really changed is that the technocrat types have taken over in the beginning. In the 60s and 70s, the environmental activists were all of the let's plant a tree, tear down the factory types. Now they don't want to tear down the factories. <laughs> now they're like, no, we can retool the factory so they're sustainable, you see. Because if you look at the companies that are behind this, they're the ones who own the factories. So they don't want to tear down their own factories. They just say, no, no, we'll spend a little money, make sustainable factories. Well, and the, and the frustrating thing is, is you know, so... I legitimately count myself as an environmentalist. I care, I, I care deeply about this because, you know, I grew up in a place where natural spaces are an important thing. We had them, and I would like to keep them and preserve them. Coincidentally, the thing that seems to do the best at doing that is freedom. <laughs> but they put us me in a place where, like, I don't, I don't even know where to stand half the time on shit because I don't know what is. What is an agenda-driven thing that really doesn't benefit society at all necessarily versus what is something that will actually make the world better and protect – that's a need protected? Yeah, and that's, and that's the thing, and I, I don't and – can, and I can't tell you entirely what's uh, – specifically what's going to happen to every rural community or every uh, community of color in Africa or South America or Asia. What I can tell you – is what's going to happen to communities of color in North Carolina. Because right now we are, you know, there, I just remember, I mean, in my community, we are, we recycle, but I know people who are fined uh, for recycling too little. The city says, Hey, your recycling numbers are, are something's wrong here. <laughs> and then if you recycle mm. the wrong thing, you get a warning. Like, because you can't, you know, you can't put the plastic bags. And if you've ever reason, gone through one of those fucking lists of what is okay and what's not, good fucking uh, luck. Good. Yeah. yeah. And try to keep and, up. And Tom Woods did a great interview about this several years ago about how recycling is basically useless. It's just another pile of trash. It's shipped mm -hmm. on a barge that goes to some... The exact same dive. place the other shit does, usually. But you said... Yeah, exactly. We were yeah. selling it to China for a while, and uh, China... There's several countries anymore. And several countries that have taken our trash and we pay them for it are turning it down, and that's what. Yeah. The, and that's why it's back in the news. And now you even have kind of, you know, the official thought controllers like uh, Trevor Noah on Late Night, and I think Colbert did an article, did something on it, where they're talking about this stuff, and uh, these, you know, these late night thought controllers are uh, are they they're having to admit that yeah, recycling is useless. Now, around the time that Tom Woods did that and some libertarians were writing articles about it, again, dismissed as conspiracy theorists, but now they have to admit that we were right the whole time, that this doesn't actually help the environment, not the way they're doing it. And there are ways to recycle, but they don't want to do those ways because they involve freedom. They can't, there, there's no, you know, there, there's no motive for control. 
Well, I mean, we've talked about uh, on this on this show. Like, there's different ways of dealing with things that we just most people don't even know are options. Yeah. I know. I know in particular, like there, we there, there's a guy who created a technology for turning plastics back into oil. That's something that is, exists. Real world technology. I'm assuming it's expensive technology, but utilizing that on mass scale, I'm I, you know I'm sure we could it, over time you could make it more affordable, um, especially if it became something that was going to help take care of all that shit in the ocean. Um, yeah, and that's but that's that's the thing though. Is they got to spend money on all this dumb shit that doesn't help and brings humanity backwards in time, as opposed to uh-huh. shit that might actually do something. Well, no, it, and I will tell you this about the pro. I don't know about the. I've heard about this, but I don't know exactly about the process. But I will bet that it is possible to get to the, this process to a point where it's unpatentable. Where you cannot, where someone can't just sit on it and say, if you want to use this process, you got to pay me. Well, I'm that's an cap. Fuck IP. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Well, that's the thing is that they're not. Ex- we know they're not exactly end caps. Like, what's the saying? You know, the biggest <laughs> run corporations. Yeah. I mean, that's what Gabriel Kokel wrote in his book, uh, Triumph of Conservatism. That was his argument that, look, these guys aren't liberals, they're conservatives. You, uh, Rothbard did a great series of presentations back in the 80s. And he just went down the list of, like, this guy worked at Standard Oil, this guy worked for Morgan, this guy worked for Industrial Harvester. Like, these guys are all, like, big corporate tycoons. They don't, they don't, you know, and, you and you know, little, just to get back to little Greta, she gets here on a, on a little boat, and who owns, and who owns a the little boat? boat? Right? You know, <laughs> a, a big-ass expensive motherfucking boat. Now, I'm just about the size of the boat. I just thought it was a yacht, like a small yacht. It's actually big. I mean, a, a small yacht is still a big fucking boat by normal standards. It's like what was it? The Prince of Monaco, maybe I think. Yes, the it's Prince some, of Monaco. Yeah, the it's Prince of Monaco. And I read something. I haven't confirmed it, but I've read something that uh, it's their like racing sailboat. Basically. Yes, they're like racing sailboat. It's supposed to be sustainable, and he. Uh, well, he's kind of a playboy type prince, so he has a so it's actually his racing sail sailboat. But um, apparently, he bought it supposedly from the uh, French Rothschild Bank. I don't know how they got a boat, but banks get boats. Yeah, I seen repossessions happen. Yeah, repossessions happen. I've I'm seen. I'm sure them. that some Saudi prince uh, did something they weren't supposed to, and then you know, it's Epstein's old boat. Uh, (laughs) you know i do i do wonder who has that boat i wonder epstein has a boat so what epstein had to do with this whole thing what epstein had to do he's dead and she shows up i mean go you know epstein had his fingers in lots of pies i would not be surprised the technological pies too Yes, cloning, genetic re- cloning, genetic research. Well, there is- have you been fa- paying attention to the number of universities uh, research departments, yeah. like big ones? MIT, big ones, MIT, yeah. MIT, Stanford's now got somebody that resigned over it, I believe. Duke took grant money from uh, in my in my fair state. Duke took grant money from uh, from Epstein or oh, a uh, research. Research a grant money for about I, I, and I, I don't think we're going to hear the end of those anytime soon. Fifty thousand with the Duke. I think with the Duke research grant, I think it was fifty thousand dollars for like a grad student's project. 
Yeah. Uh, and I mean, so, and it was never crazy, crazy amounts of money, but it's the point that like. Also the point that he was supposedly a go-between for Bill Gates. Like, why does Bill Gates need a go-between? Yeah. Like, why is he not? Well. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. I can think of a couple of reasons. Yeah, let's. What, we passing out tinfoil hats now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but, I had uh, mine grafted into my skull. But yeah, the uh, the the one I I thought was interesting is um is is the inter is the intercept article you know uh where they you know where they trot they talk about the rise of climate fascism. Well, that's me and Ben. We're we're guys that are, would be traditionally considered right wingers that care about the environment. Clearly, we're out here to just kill all of them. We're using the government, or we're using the, the environment as our way to get our right-wing justice. And, it, and it's kind of, it, it's, it's, so, it's so weird that, they, that they, the leftists accuse the right when they're the ones who've supported population control measures. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, that, I've never on a national stage heard anyone on the right wing or the left wing say, well, no, this, this is where abortion comes in and they'd be able to take care of your own, your own body. Your ability ability to abort a fetus, you know, that is how we deal with climate, you know, with uh, overpopulation. No, no. Yeah. The, 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 it was, it was regarded as humane. Even now it's marketed as humane, but in the, even in the beginning with the population council and the, which is like like the pre proto Planned Parenthood and those groups, their argument was like, look, we can't let these, uh, these minorities, they are inferior. They can't, uh, they are not intelligent enough or wealthy enough to sustain families. We can't punish them with having all of these children. We need to determine which ones are actually capable of having children. Because if we don't, then we'll have poor little babies growing up and they could inherit these, these terrible diseases because you know they have that, that uh, uh, protoplasm, which they never really explain what protoplasm is. It's just this thing that causes all sorts of bad things in people, particularly people who aren't like white Anglo-Saxon Protestants like them. It's weird how that works. Yeah. Because <laughs> remember, this is before DNA. So it's not DNA. Protoplasm is just something they completely made up. But apparently it causes everything from drunkenness to laziness to every mental disorder. <laughs> <laughs> so, and they basically say you've got bad protoplasm or too much well, protoplasm. Yeah, and, and it was it's this weird. Can we just say? Weird- can we say culture? What what's a culture? I think that's something yeah. that frustrates me so much about th- these types of discussions when you have them, and that the well, we're having the discussion. They're trying to usurp all all cultures into one culture and and mm-hmm. they'll sit there and they'll attack the right right about how oh we don't want we like the racist we we hate they hate black people or you know they're against so and so and this and that mm-hmm. when the bottom line is nobody wants to do more damage to culture than the left than the you know the, these would be Micromanagers. Well, yeah, they, they want everyone exactly the same, and to do that, you have to destroy what they used to be. They're they're modern they're modern Puritans. They are these these wasp pietists, as Rothbard called them out. They're wasp pietists, and they want and they're and I mean, think about it. If you look at the left, and they'll say, "Look at our minorities, our successful minorities." What is yeah, something you notice? What is something you notice about 
minorities. They talk about gentrification, but the people they represent are gentrified beyond belief. They are the, they are as, I mean, they are, they are so-called comedians, which rarely, who rarely make a funny joke, who make jokes about the fact that their parents and grandparents aren't assimilated. But they are super assimilated because they play Xbox and smoke weed and eat Doritos. <laughs> they're, they're super assimilated. And a lot I'm of these. Sorry, actors, could you have just, we'd have just deleted all that and inserted a picture of Kamal Nanjiani? <laughs> well, I, I, was, I was thinking of the new hot late night act, uh, Lily Singh, the hottest YouTuber no one's ever heard of. <laughs> I don't know anything about her. She, she, she got Carson Daly's old spot on late night, so she's joined the late night thought controllers. Except mm-hmm. she comes on like two in the morning, so you probably that's why you probably never heard of her. Uh, no, I don't know because I don't have cable or TV. <laughs> no, just, she's on just like, the internet. She's on like one of the. She's on like a regular uh, rabbit ear station. <laughs> well, no, I don't have a TV at all like that. Oh, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I have I have a a, a TV that's a computer monitor. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I do the same thing, you know. Just live stream a few shows that I want to watch. I don't. I don't have a. I I have a TV, but I don't. I yeah, don't just, watch just it. Great British Baking Show, and I'm good. <laughs> but yeah, that's. Um, yeah, the, it is. Look at the people that the left elevates. They are very much symbols of this uh, globalization of culture. They've t- turned their backs. I mean, this is what Kamala Harris's dad. Got on her. She made a. Uh, mm-hmm. She got on a radio show and she made a uh, joke about Jamaican the st- Jamaican stereotype about Jamaican smoking weed. And her father wrote like a really scathing article about it, really going into her background and saying, you know, hey, we're we're proud of our of our heritage and history. And it's like, you know, these these reconstructed leftists, like these new. It's the new Soviet man. They take these individuals. They take them out of their cultures. They reconstruct them, uh, n- not physically, but you know, psychologically, culturally, to fit them into their we culture. We can build him stronger, faster. Yes, like he will be whiter. So they will say that out loud. <laughs> they will be. They will be the six million dollar token. <laughs> you said you said the quiet part out loud there. <laughs> I, I keep I keep, keep hearing so much about that that like why do I keep hearing the saying the quiet part out loud and everything everyone says anymore? The quiet part out loud is that is that a new I is that a new meme? I've only heard that in the Star Wars thing. I didn't. Know oh no no, a, it's it's a thing I hear a lot now, everywhere. Really? Yeah. Is that a bit? Is that a, like a big leftist intellectual thing? Um, well, I mean, yeah, it, 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 maybe that's probably why Nick says it because he's just so tied into the inner sanctum of all that. I think, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, 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 easy. It, well, no, we're not, a, we're not at liberty to say. I don't think here, Ben, but me and me and Thomas here are privy to some information that even. Uh oh! Don't give away the secret sauce, buddy. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not giving it away. I'm just saying, like uh, the things. Well, I will. Well, I will point out something that you can clear. Two things. One, uh, notice how he mentions white supremacy versus when he says, and when Dave talks about anti-white racism, you clearly like it's almost like Dave Smith spoke Cleon. You could not, you could see the glassy-eyed look on Nick's face if you're if you watch the video, glassy-eyed look. 
now what white racism? What is that? Anti-white racism? What is that? What is that? I don't I don't get it. Like it's like racism against white people. How do you <laughs> like they're supposed to look at that? Like it's racism against white people. I don't it's because he's not thinking about that. And then the other thing, the other thing that I thought was hilarious was when he asked him about Israel committing war crimes. Then you would think the chair of the Libertarian Party would say, yeah, Israel commits war crimes, the United States pays for it, that's not good. But notice he didn't say that right away. If you watch the episode, he doesn't actually say that right away. Is because he knows a white guy saying that is going to sound all right. So he has to preface it with all sorts. He has to prepackage his stuff to, to, to signal to anybody watching that, hey, I'm... I'm not all right, guys. I'm not all right, but I'm anti-war. I'm not all right, but I'm anti-war. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's sad that you got to do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's but and and uh, that I think goes, you know, and, and I do think it's interesting to in the article, where is it uh, about the uh, the ra- the racist history of the environment? Now, now the funny thing is, is for example how the racism of the founder of the Sierra Club. Now, I already knew about that before, before uh, Nick sent me this article because, you know, there are scholars in the libertarian world who talked about this, but the Sierra Club has kind of like, doesn't like to talk about the fact of the racism of their founder and what he said about black people. And, well, I mean, and that's not, to, not to say that while I'm a pro-choice person, uh, you know, Planned Parenthood, whoo. Uh, yeah, don't don't think I need to say much about that. It's always odd how some of these left wing organizations are. Ooh, you know the KKK. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, they kept yeah. it. They didn't even bother to get rid of that part. They could have just doubled down on that part. Yeah, it's it's uh, it, well, you know, and the and when was the big and when was the biggest uh, KKK rally in D.C. under Woodrow Wilson, worst president ever, and. Uh, he was also president when they showed the first movie in the White House, which, as everybody knows, was Birth of a Nation. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a it's 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 there. It's it's way of redefining all. And again, it's the power of words. So once you you redefine words, then they they can then you can control thought. And Orwell understood this brilliantly. This is why global, it's not global warming anymore. It's climate change. It's not environmental justice. It's climate justice. Well, and to kind of tie this whole thing up, um, it's it's not it's not striking to me even that I feel like we're almost playing into their hand, even in what we're doing right now, is because the whole environmental issue, they don't want you talking about the environment. They want you talking about social issues. They want you talking about justice for people. And it's you know no no big surprise to me that you know the manipulation of it is that's the only thing you can talk about. They make it so pervasive. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating. Well yeah that's and that's the uh in one of the in the intercept article, you know, when you quoting uh quoting Greta's speech is they say we need a new politics, a new economics. We need a new way of thinking. Well, and what's even worse than that is if the the first thing I saw Greta like out of out of Greta's mouth that she's attributed as having said is, "I don't want to talk to anyone who doesn't agree with me." Mm-hmm. 
I want you to get out of my way because this is what we're doing. And this is what, and this is why I hate politicians who say, let's have a conversation because one, they're lying. No, no, no. What they mean by a conversation is they want to issue commands. They want to issue commands. They want to say, you do this. When we have, let's have a conversation. The conversation is you do what I tell you. And if you don't, I'm going to punish you. Conversation over. (laughs) Conversation over. Thank you. Have a nice day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, you can't have a conversation with, with not even politicians, but a lot of the global climate change activists, you know, you, you, oh, yeah. can't, you can't talk to them. You can't talk to them. You can't tell them that, you know what, that, that 97% number that you often toss around is, it's, it's all bollocks, you know, you like it's that, nothing. You remember that Richard Watson guy? Let's go to where you're talking to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He found his way into the LPMC group. Oh, did he? Yeah. And I flagged him because he was trying to post about the uh, Extinction Rebellion. Yep. And he's trying to bring any any okay, posts all done up oh. where he looked like an ANCAP. Okay, kiddos. Now, can you can you explain what ex- I think, Nick? You explained it a little bit. Can you? Explain extinction. Ben, ben actually be better at it than I am. I have I have no idea. Um, it's a a list of they have a list of demands, um, and uh, like you know, Richard would best be described as a Georgist, is the way he. I think he yeah, yeah, that's what he said. A Pigovian Georgist, and uh, um, trying to think, they just have some some list of demands that they you know demand that. Uh, the government takes care of, um, you know, and one of those things is like, uh, I don't know if it's zero or net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2025. Um, and just, it's, it's a very interesting how 2025 is very close to 2030, but go ahead. It's just, there's a lot of, um, essentially the way I described it was just Antifa for the environment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, it hasn't, if you look at their pictures, it's very much that masks and yeah, they just specifically are for the environment. Well, dear Greta has uh, had a little extinction rebellion sticker on her um, on her megaphone there that I saw by a citizen. Okay, so a citizens' assembly. So these fools are literally talking about a Soviet. <laughs> yes, <laughs> there it is. Hilarious. There That's hilarious. <laughs> yep. And it's uh, yeah, our, our wheel, our world leaders must act to halt biodiversity loss and reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Um, I will give them in, that in the U S. They mentioned biodiversity because it's the one thing that I will, I will soapbox about. Yeah. If we're if, we, if if environmentalists should talk about anything, biodiversity should be the biggest fucking thing on there. And the only way to fix yeah. that is the free market, frankly. Yeah, it's it's a big you know, this thing is. I mean, but that, that's sadly. Um, that's often the direction that environmental environmentalists, environmental ethos, um, whatever you want to call it, that's that's the way they go. They all kind of I feel like end up in this collectivist. Uh, the only way to save the environment is is by pooling everything together, and and then we'll do it because we never did that before, you know. Um, so I don't know, but we should do it. We should we should do an episode with Richard. Get him on. Which one's Richard? You, you may have have our, our, our other guy. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm game. I can't guarantee we won't be getting a fight, but 
So. Yeah, I'm just okay. You got me fascinated about this because anyone, anytime a group that I don't and I haven't heard of advocates like political action in a way that I don't understand, I'm just I'm just fascinated by their idea of citizens assemblies, how they apparently are democratic but not like it. it, it mm -hmm. This thing, seen the citizens assemblies bit, I get vibes of a Soviet from it. Oh you no, know, it's, it's definitely there. It, it's very yeah. ancommy. Um, yeah, it's again, it's very, it's very like we're, it's like I, I get the feeling that this is just like a backdoor to some kind of a Soviet. No, it's it's, <laughs> it's the Spanish anarchist rebellion all over again. Right, right, <laughs> right. and the anarchists turn on, right, where the uh, Sp uh, and the Spanish anarchists ultimately got destroyed <sighs> because they couldn't organize. Yeah, <laughs> that's why uh, Franco kicked their butts. So yeah. So, all right, gentlemen. Well, I, I mean, honestly, the, the, this whole this particular idea is just so so gigantic. You could go on forever about it, but mm. we 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 are trying to keep to you under thirty minute episodes, and we did not do that today. No, but, like three, but I mean, we got go. I knew we weren't going to. I knew there was just too much to talk about. We've been kind of putting off talking about it because I knew there was too much to talk about, and it only got worse. So, <laughs> yeah, this is. Yeah, this is this is a this is a big topic. Well, I mean, but, uh, it's it's literally the thing that they're using to shape the future of humanity. So I mean, oh so. yeah, it's well, I th I think it's I think it's really just they're bringing back this old concept from the 1930s called technocracy, where it's they're gonna reorganize society, resource based economy, everyone managed control as an allocated resource, you know, through centralized nodes of smart cities, and so it's gonna it's going to. Uh, Look, y'all yeah, motherfuckers be... need Mises. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen. Like that. Yeah, all that, all that Keynesian technocracy bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, that's... that's those that's, smart, that's, cities, that's, smart cities, I think, are, are that's, that's a frightening <laughs> thing. That's a scary yeah. business. God damn, yeah. I love fast internet. I would take my dial up for that, I suppose. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I, yeah. dude, I, I hate to say it, like I'm gonna be diving in head first. The minute I can think my think, hey microwave, make me a pop tart, and then have a pop tart ready. Like I'm, I'm afraid that that's the world I'm, I'm okay to go to. It's just what right, is man. it going to usher in? It's, it frightens me. Well, I think yeah. that's the you know a lot of people think of a future of 1984 where they rule through fear, but there's also the brave new world where they. Built it up they around themselves. Them. Yeah, they well, well, they well, Brave New World uses pleasure. To, it's a tyranny of pleasure. Mm -hmm. uh, Heroin lace fluoridated pop tarts for Nikki. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, oh, sounds yeah. delicious. If you want, yeah. Now, if you want to be, you don't even need the fucking heroin. I'll take the goddamn pop <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, a little extra it, tab of butter on there, and I'm good. I, you know, Tasty actually, uh, just to. I don't want to be too morbid, but uh, once you, the 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 second or third time I read Brave New World, I realized I misinterpreted something. I didn't realize what orgy porgy was. <laughs> Holy crap! When I realized what orgy porgy was, I wanted to vomit. <laughs> <sighs> oh, yeah, man. man, Aldous was a strange guy. 
He was. It was I, uh, I enjoy his writing. And it was still, and it was around the same time as the Kin- and then you find out it was around the same time as the Kinsey research, and it all starts to connect. And you're like, what? Uh, well, I mean, dude, well, you want us to really start connecting things, and and do you li- do you do you, either you listen to the Prop Report at all? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Monica Perez's show. I catch a couple of episodes. Uh, yeah, yeah, you just need to be listening religiously. That shit's great. Um, they've they've talked about this whole whole situation a lot, but they get into get into it from very specifically like the actual psyop like le- literature that's out there about this shit. And you know, the, it, Binkley does good research on it. Um, mm-hmm. They like have gone through some of the actual training videos that would have been given for different psychological operations. Uh, over the years and it's it's pretty insane like when you see what they say they would do to a culture and then you look at what's going on around you and it's like wow i don't know that if, well yeah if i mean I, that, li- <laughs> I, could, I, I live couldn't in, tell the difference yeah i live in north carolina and that's where fort bragg is and most people know it as the home of the 82nd airborne but you know what it's also the home of u.s army special operations command and it was one of the major centers for mk ultra so <laughs> <laughs> so you're a part oh, of the PSYOP right now? Good God, how did I get one of you on the show? It's <laughs> all part of the plan. It apparently, dude, I wouldn't mm. even doubt it. Mm. So, all right, gentlemen, I'm going to go take care of my daughter. But it has been a fantastic conversation. Uh, I don't know if we've we've reached any, any solid conclusions. Uh, what we can say is that you know, race and bigotry are factoring in in very, very strange ways on all sides of the issues when it comes to the environment right now. Um, and I feel like it's almost like they don't want to make a decision as to which one's more important to them, so they're just going to continue letting it be. Oh, no, know. it's going to be a multi-pronged attack. Exactly. Whichever one seems to fuck up society more is the one they care about. Yeah, then they can come and pose as the saviors, you know, full-spectrum dominance, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's all, they'll, they'll start eating each other anyway, so eventually. Hopefully. Oh, they, they already are. I've got an episode on my own podcast coming up about about that. Are you actually yeah. running your podcast yet? I've already hey, I've already recorded two episodes, so I'm actually going to be uploading them this week. You you better be. I've, I know I've, you've I've, been... I've been on you for two years about it, and it's always been two episodes away. Actually, you've only been on. Hey, you've only been on me for six months. Okay, so get it right. <laughs> get it right. Six months. <laughs> Could have swore I mentioned this when we first talked. Started talking to each other a year ago. <laughs> Maybe back then you were only thinking about doing it, and then you like. I was only thinking. Yeah, I was and then only. You, and I then only you decided a- to do it, and then six yeah. months later it was you know. It was a- <laughs> well, look, my the laptop I had it on died because I ran out of. You know, I'm the only tech guy in the world that doesn't have enough USB drive. So the tech, so the laptop I had a lot of it on died. So I had to rebuild some of the stuff. So that took me about two or three months. Are you doing like a New York, North Carolina news? Isn't that like your thing? Just, just North Carolina. It seems like it would be more topical. Like you'd have to get the episodes out fast. <laughs> just saying. Is this, is this news from six months ago? Like, uh, is it still <laughs> No. <laughs> Well, no, it's going to be a mix. It's going to like like Tom Woods does. It's going to be a weird mix between different types of podcasts. So, might be some historical. I've got one or two on some historical stuff, and then something be like on, a dangerous uh, history kind of thing more than anything. Uh, more yeah, more da- more dangerous history type stuff. A little bit also with some inspiration from like folks like Brian his, his uh, Woodrow Wilson. 
I have not. I've been meaning to. I, I oh, do have dude. it on my list of stuff. It's been good. I've been listening on my stuff to listen to. I do want to listen to it. It's, it's, it's been dope I've, so far. I've got. I've got so. I've got so many that I need to knock out, and it's like, well, the more I listen to, the more I can't do my own. So it's like, uh. dude, I fucking listen to hundreds of podcasts a week. <laughs> hundreds, and yeah. then like multiple ones of those hundreds. Sometimes, yeah, I've uh, you know, I've already, I'm I'm subscribed to a lot to lots of podcasts already. So and it, and of course, Dangerous History is one of them. So I've listened to a, a lot of his episodes. I haven't gotten to that one yet. Oh, uh, he's got he, no. It's a series. He just started. Oh yeah, the Wilson series. Yeah, yeah I haven't so it's, that. it's two episodes down so far. I think. So yeah, I don't. All right, gentlemen. All right. I want to turn my fan back on. So you both have yourselves a good night. <laughs> to all you folks out there, stop by freemarketscreenearth.com. See what we got. This is going to be a, a very special, extra long episode. Deal with it. Enjoy it. Spread it around. <laughs> Who doesn't want to bitch about racism with the friends? Oh, man. I mean, I don't know how often Thomas bitches about racism. I bitch about it a lot. Mostly against me. <laughs> yes. Well, we must secure the future for... Oh, never mind. That's the other podcast Se- I'm supposed secure, to be on. <laughs> secure the bag? What? <laughs> what are yes. you doing? An Andrew Yang themed podcast? What? <laughs> so, all right, gentlemen, you guys have a good evening. Okay, okay guys. All right, all right, Nick Ben. See you guys. <laughs>